This is Popular Front, a podcast focused on the niche details of modern warfare and underreported conflict with me, Jake Hanrahan. In this episode, we're speaking to journalist Sebastian Bourdon. He's going to be speaking to us about the proposed law in France that basically wants to give the police increased powers. The police in France are already quite brutal with very little accountability. So the people of France have been kicking off about this. They're in violent clashes. Sebastian is going to explain all about it. If you like what we're doing at Popular Front, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash popularfront. Or if you don't like Patreon, you can support us at popularfront.co slash support. There's this new law has been brought in. Originally, Macron basically, from what I understand, wanted to make it semi-illegal to film on-duty police officers. People in France are going mad, like kicking off. There's clashes. Tell us what's going on. How did this all start? And like, what what, is, what are the details of it? So um, the law you're talking about is called in French Loi Sécurité Globale, which translates uh, roughly into Global Security Law or Global Security Bill. And it's a bill of law that has been pushed uh, forward by uh, Macron's government, um, and especially by his uh, Minister of Interior, whose name is Gérald Darmanin. And it's basically a law uh, that covers many, many different uh, aspects related to uh, the police in, in France. Uh, but yes, one uh, of the articles of this bill of law, and probably the, the one that's been uh, the most uh, debated about, is the Article 24. And it's about... Um, basically about uh, f- filming the police. Um, the actual uh, article at first uh, was not supposedly uh, forbidding anyone to film the police, but what um, could what what based on on this article would have become uh, or would become illegal is to share images of the police with with the intention to harm um, physically or psychologically. Uh, a police officer. And of course, uh, that uh, is a very, um, I guess it's it's not very clear what, what this means. And the intention, uh, I mean, I guess it's, it, it would be very hard for a judge or for anyone to to figure out precisely what is the intention of uh, of anyone that that's uh, sharing in in a video or, or a photo of a police, uh, police uh, officer. And at the same time, the other very weird aspect of, of this uh, article is, is about the, the idea of psychological integrity and, and basically how, how could a judge uh, define uh, that, that um, aspect. What do you mean by that? What's, what's psychological integrity when it comes to this? Well, well that's, that's basically the question and, and basically no one knows. Um, it's, yeah, I guess it's hard to tell, like... When anyone shares uh, an image, what is his intention, and, and in what ways could, like, for instance, sharing an image of of uh, a random uh, police officer, how could that harm his uh, psychological integrity? Uh, I guess, I guess the issue, and and that's the that's the whole issue about that article of of the Bill of Law is, 
uh, I guess if um, any cop claims that um, he saw his image shared on, on Twitter or, or somewhere and that he feels um, like bad because of it, uh, technically this could be maybe enough for um, getting the, the person that shared the image uh, condemned. Right, right, I get you, I get you. So basically it's it's so open and up for interpretation that it's like, well, you know, they could use this for anything, really. I mean, I think the argument is that if you give the police these kind of powers, you know, particularly French police who have been on the bad end of them, they're rough. They're going to use it to kind of stifle free speech, essentially. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, but the, the thing is, this uh, Article 24 uh, that has been discussed a lot uh, is only one part of the whole, uh, the entire Bill of Law. Um, there are very different uh, aspects regarding uh, police and, and law for, uh, enforcement uh, that are uh, included uh, in this Bill of Law. And, and basically, uh, it just reinforces uh, police power on, on very uh, different, um, on, on many different uh, issues. Uh, for instance, they want to make uh, body cameras uh, way, uh, um, way more effective, uh, supposedly at least, um, by allowing a police officers uh, that have uh, body cameras to uh, broadcast uh, live their, uh, the images they're taking to uh, police uh, headquarters. Um, there are also uh, new um, new laws included uh, about uh, the use of drones uh, by the, the police and including the use of facial recognition uh, on images filmed by drones uh, during police uh, operations. Um, so, yeah, it's m many, many different uh, topics related to police powers. So basically, this law is something Macron is trying to bring in to give the police in France more power. And it sounds like give them some kind of foot in the door when it comes to surveilling people, anyone, I guess. Yeah, I guess I guess that that's the whole issue, and that's that's why it's been. Um, I mean, so many uh, like uh, individuals, NGOs, uh, media,s and friends have uh, been very vocal about this bill of law and have uh, opposed it uh, quite uh, strongly, and 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 that's why uh, protests uh, have been uh, happening over the the last few weeks. Um, what what's also very important to to understand is is the broader context of. Uh, uh, the relationship between Macron, his government, and the police in France, uh, especially since the Yellow Vest uh, movement and the Yellow Vest uh, protests. Um, the general uh, atmosphere basically is, is that uh, the police, and especially police trade unions, uh, have been putting a lot of pressure on the government uh, to gain more power. Uh, they claim that um, laws are not effective enough for them to take uh, proper measures uh, during demonstrations and in their uh, every everyday uh, work. Uh, so since at least uh, two years, but it's it's it, it even started before. But they they've been uh, asking the governments uh, to pass new laws, uh, giving them more power. Wow. So <laughs> off the back of the yellow vest where, you know, we witnessed it, I saw it firsthand, you saw it firsthand. The police were incredibly, incredibly violent to the yellow vest protesters. People lost hands, you know, from picking up the fucking rounds that they were throwing at people. It was mad. Off the back of that, they're appealing for more powers. Like how, what is their reasoning specifically? So, so um, police trade unions uh, in France are uh, notably uh, right-leaning. Uh, uh, some of them are, are even considered uh, far-right. Uh, and basically their, their whole uh, discourse, uh, and it's been like this for like uh, years and years, but uh, their whole uh, discourse is that um, 
the justice system in France is ineffective, uh, or at least have has uh, large uh, di- um, uh, flaws, and uh, that in order to bring like maintain peace, uh, especially during protests, they need uh, to have uh, extended powers, uh, including um, making easier for them to use uh, their uh, the various uh, weapons they have, the grenades, the uh, f- um, pepper spray. And all, all of the, or, or even their, their actual guns, um, and and yeah, that's that's what they've been asking for a while uh, since. What the what's the reaction been from the people? I saw that there have been clashes. Maybe just talk about that. Like, how did they form? A, you know, it seemed that they were really quite violent at one stage, and they've obviously you know settled down a little bit in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, tell us about the clashes. This this bill of law was first uh, debated in the National Assembly um, from uh, November 17 to November 20, uh, so about a month ago. And uh, on uh, November 17, there was uh, a first demonstration in Paris and I, I think also elsewhere uh, in France. In Paris, it was uh, right next to the National Assembly. And, and on that night, uh, there were uh, some clashes. Um, there was then a very big demonstration on the 21st of uh, November in Paris that gathered uh, several thousand uh, people, uh, 7,000 according to the police, 25 thousand protesters according to uh, the uh, organizers of the protests and uh, since then especially on um, I, I mean there, there has been uh, there, there have been demonstrations uh, th- throughout France uh, every single Saturday uh, to oppose uh, this uh, law and uh, the one on uh, November 28th and uh, December 5 uh, were especially violent and, and yeah major clashes occurred um, in Paris but also elsewhere. Uh, I think in Marseille too, in South France uh, and in other uh, cities. And some, um, I mean, clashes lasted for, for quite a while in Paris and on December 5. Uh, quite a, a bunch of uh, cars were burned. Some shops uh, were destroyed. Um, uh, ma- uh, many protesters also were injured. I think a guy uh, lost uh, several uh, fingers while uh, when he picked up a grenade uh, thrown by the police. And there was um, also another protest uh, last Saturday on December 12, um, again, throughout France. The one in Paris was was uh, quite special. It was very different from the previous ones. Um, the police, um, uh, there, there, were, uh, there was a, a very important um, number of uh, police officers on site. And um, the protest was uh, largely uh, peaceful. Um, but the police still uh, attacked uh, the protesters on uh, several occasions. Um, some, I mean, the, the, the footage that was shared uh, from that demonstration is, is quite, quite uh, straightforward. Several protesters were quite uh, badly injured. There's one uh, video that has gone quite viral when, where you see a, a guy that's just like um, playing a drum in the demonstration, uh, getting um, hit by the police on, on his head and and then he's like uh, covered in blood. Um, so even on that, during that last demonstration that was quite peaceful, uh, the police, uh, I mean, police brutality was, was definitely uh, uh, like on, on, on the run, I guess. And um, what was also very interesting about that last demonstration was um, the whole whole uh, communication from the uh, Minister of Interior about the number of uh, arrests uh, that were made during this protest. He kept uh, throughout the day tweeting on his uh, personal Twitter account 
about the number of uh, protesters that were uh, arrested. And he was uh, claiming that uh, most of them uh, were, uh, most of the protesters that were arrested were very violent, very dangerous people. And um, what what uh, ended up happening is out is that out of the uh, 142 protesters that were arrested on that day, only five uh, were condemned by uh, were were actually uh, condemned during their trials, and only one of these five uh, was actually condemned for uh, violence. And he he was condemned because apparently he threw a can uh, t- towards uh, police officers without even uh, touching them. Wow. <laughs> okay. And then compare that with, you know, some of the footage that I've seen. And I know people are going to listen to this. Certain people will be like, oh, you're just biased against the police. I mean, the footage says it all. I mean, I saw it last weekend. There were people literally sat there peacefully on the floor um, and the police just start literally surrounding them and several of them are battering people around the head with truncheons, right? Like, it's not like small infractions here and there. From what I've seen from the footage, it looks quite brutal. But also people are fighting back as well and fighting the police. I imagine some of the police officers have been injured in some way as well, right? Uh, I didn't actually read anything about any police officer uh, being injured uh, during the la- very last demonstration on, on December 12. Uh, I know that on previous uh, demonstrations, uh, some were some were injured, uh, or at least that's that's what the Minister of uh, Interior said. Uh, and I guess I guess some were actually injured. Uh, but for the very last demonstration, I, I didn't read anything uh, on on that matter. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, Im- the images from from that demonstration are. are yeah, very clear. Uh, what what's happened is pretty pretty clear. But also the the, the figures and the numbers of, uh, if you compare actually compare as I as I've just said the the, the number of uh, people that were arrested on that day, uh, which is one hundred and forty two, and if you actually look at how many were um, were actually condemned uh, by a court, uh, only one of them was condemned for violence, and five of them were condemned uh, in in total. So so I guess that 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 basically means that. Uh, the vast majority of the the protesters that were uh, arrested on that day did absolutely nothing, or at least the French uh, justice system considered that they had done nothing. Sure, but I mean, let, let's say it right. Like, you know, I've seen footage where there are at least five or six people smashing police over the head with poles and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest, it, it's, it's a clash. It's not just one-sided. Like, it's an active conflict in a way, you know, between the police and the protesters that um, don't want them having these kind of powers even if most of it is peaceful you see what i'm saying yeah i see what you're saying but but i mean this what, what you what you just described with like several protesters uh like fighting back uh, i mean actually like clashing with uh, the police uh and, and beating some officers definitely did happen uh in the previous uh previous uh, demonstrations but um but I, I've been working and looking quite closely at the images of the, the very last demonstration that uh, happened on, on December 12th. And this one was actually very mostly peaceful uh, on the side of the protesters. Of course, when the police uh, attacked the protesters on, on several occasions, some threw a some protesters did throw a few uh, objects and some did kick a few uh, officers. But the um, level of violence coming from the protesters on that uh, la- during that last demonstration was way, way, way lower than uh, during the, the previous demonstrations. Mm, I see. I see. What I was going to ask. Um, so with the um, with the protest this time. 
are they kind of like how the yellow vest protests were where it was left, right, up, down, everyone was pissed off? Or is there more of a political leaning to it this time, the you know, these protests that are against the increased powers for the police? So so at first, um many many different organizations, many different groups, uh uh, publicly opposed uh, or said they, they public, publicly said they opposed uh, this bill of law. Uh, pretty much every single um, media outlet in France uh, said uh, it opposed uh, this uh, bill of law, uh, including, for instance, Le Figaro, which is a quite right-leaning uh, major newspaper in France. Uh, so even Le Figaro opposed this uh, bill of law. Um, but to be fair, demonstrations since then um, have been, I'd say, m- mostly led uh, by left-leaning uh, organizations. Many, many uh, trade uh, journalist trade unions uh, have been involved, but most of uh, the yeah actual organizations that have been uh, actively taking part in the protests, uh, I'd say, are uh, mo- more uh, left-leaning, although not uh, all of them are. Um, I. Also say yeah, so some some yellow vests did show up uh, at these protests, or at least people yeah people wearing yellow vests yellow vests do show up. Um, there are not that many of them, and I, I'd say the the movements uh, in general is, is quite different from uh, what uh, happened during the yellow vest. Mm. Um, and what is Macron's reason for doing this now? Because the yellow vest protests have been over for quite a while. This strikes me as something you would think he would have done around that time because then it would have given them more powers. Like, why is this happening now? Is he just using the whole, you know, the the jihadist terror attacks and the beheadings? Is he using that or is it something else? Well, to to be honest, uh, I'm not really sure why um, it's it's happening now. Uh, as I've said, um, there there has been pressure um, from uh, police trade unions since uh, a while now. And um, there also has been recently, uh, and I mean, they've been happening uh, over the last few years, but uh, quite often uh, police uh, officers uh, demonstrate at night. Uh, some of them gather in, in various uh, places of, throughout France to protest, uh, asking for more uh, power. Or uh, recently they've also protested uh, since Macron in uh, his last interview uh, admitted that, um, I mean, he used the, t- the, the, the term uh, violence policière, which is, police uh, brutality and he said that uh, there were some instances of uh, police brutality and since then uh, some police officers have um, protested against uh, him using this this term interesting and what stage is it at now like the people are uh, saying they don't want it a lot of people are saying they don't want it you know like you said there was either twenty five thousand people or seven thousand came out just for the protest the media said it's almost completely said that like no this is not good um, what stage is it at now? I believe it went through one layer of the legal system, the courts, but I don't really understand how it works. It's not passed yet, right? No, it's not passed yet. So uh, basically in France, for a law to be passed, it has to be voted both by the National Assembly and the Senate. Um, the, this law has been voted on uh, last uh, November 24 by the National Assembly. So now, uh, next January, the Senate will have to work on, on this bill of law and, and vote uh, for it, uh, either against it or uh, f- uh, vote uh, f- uh, in favor of it. Um, so now we're still waiting for the, for the Senate uh, to vote. Um, the thing is, and, and that's also what has been quite confusing, is that the government um, has announced uh, quite recently that uh, parts of the law will be uh, changed, especially the Article 24, the one about 
um, sharing images of the of uh, police uh, showing the police officers. Uh, so they have said that that this uh, article will be changed. Um, the thing is, they don't actually, for the moment, have the power to change uh, this uh, article since. I mean, since we're still waiting for the Senate uh, to, to work on, on the whole uh, Bill of Law. So the, the actual legal situation is, is quite confusing. And, and I guess we'll know, know more about the future of this Bill of Law next uh, January. Quite complicated then. Um, the, the rules around this initial law were insane. I mean, from what I was reading, it kind of gave the police... Uh, the power to decide who is and isn't a reporter, right? So they could say, you know, a reporter could be filming clashes with the police. And with if this new law had passed, the police could say, hey, you're, you know, if they don't like this reporter, they can just be like, hey, uh, we think you're filming us to, to cause damage. And that reporter would get in trouble, right? What was it? Something like a yeah. year in prison is like the highest, the highest punishment? So, yeah, the, the highest punishment is a year in prison and 45,000 uh, euros. And yeah, I guess that, that yeah, uh, yeah, uh, fine, yeah, forty-five thousand euros, fine. Um, and, and yeah, that that was uh, also part of the the whole debate about this article at the beginning, because uh, it's it uh, as I've said, the, the 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 way this this article is written is very unclear. Um, so you can basically like take take whatever you want of it, um, and and indeed many journalists were worried they they would not uh, be able to film the police anymore, and this this was uh, actually a way to um, to um, block the press uh, from and block journalists uh, from uh, reporting on uh, police brutality, especially since the Yellow Vest movement. Um, the Minister of Interior has said um, publicly that uh, this uh, article would not be uh, would not did not concern uh, journalists and that journalists would not would still be able to film uh, the police. But of course, the thing is, on the ground during a protest, um, the Minister of Interior will not be there to say like, yeah, he's a journalist or he's not. And any police officer could indeed. I mean, they they've already starting basically doing this for for a while now if if you show up uh, at a protest and you start or or if you just at any moment starts filming a police officer he might be get pissed off and and tell you you're not allowed to film uh, even though you are he might be telling you that if you publish uh, these images the images and whatever you're filming you you'll get in trouble uh which uh, so far is not true um so so I mean, police in France has, uh, since a while now, and especially since the Yellow Vest uh, movement, been trying to, uh, at least on the ground, um, make it difficult for journalists to, to film uh, what they're doing. So if, uh, if this law is actually uh, put in place, and if the Article 24 of this law is actually put in place, uh, of course, on the ground, it will make it uh, harder for journalists to, to work. Yeah, I mean, I experienced it myself, man. Like when uh, me and Luke Pierce came over to film, you know, um, that 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 doc you helped us with the yellow vest unrest. Um, you know, there was a there was a part where we were walking through this area, and the police were like, "You can't go through here," and you know, there was no crime scene, there was no one there at that point. And I said, "Well, here's my press card. You know, you have to let us walk, walk through unless there's a crime has been committed and you've set up some kind of cordon or whatever." 
Um, and they were like, no, you just can't come through. And I was like, mate, this is fucking Europe. <laughs> like, you can't just decide we can't walk down the street when there's no threat and there's no crime in taking place and we have an official press card, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, go away. You know what I mean? And it was like, I know it sounds like, oh, poor us, but I'm sorry, you know, we live in a democratic society. We live in allegedly, a, you know, a free part of the world. You shouldn't be restricted by police like that for no reason whatsoever, especially if you have a press card and there's things that are in the public interest happening that day. Um, and then another example, I mean, look what happened to, you know, Henry Langston, that journalist. He got shot in the leg with a fucking rubber bullet. Like, they're, they're, look, my, my point is I, I've experienced it first and they're really not very friendly uh, to reporters. That being said, you're saying that, you know, the, the minister said, oh, no, that bit's going to be taken out. But there are other parts of this bill, right, that are, that are still going ahead. As far as I'm aware, they haven't changed any of it, the rest of it. Yeah, so, so far they haven't changed uh, the rest of it. Uh, they, they've said that the Article 24 will change, uh, but it's still unclear how. But they haven't um, yet. But they haven't yet, yet uh, indeed. And, and yeah, uh, I mean, other parts of it uh, are also uh, quite worrying, I'd say, or at least from my perspective uh, as a, uh, a journalist. But for instance, um, the use of drones by police uh, to monitor uh, demonstrations and the use of uh, facial recognition uh, tools uh, on the images that they, that they would film uh, through drones is something that I think is is quite worrying. Uh, I don't actually want to have drones flying overhead uh, whenever I'm I'm attending a protest or just walking in the streets and and knowing that I mean I don't want to be watched by like a like a drone. No, no, and this is the issue, right? So you get these kind of you know rules are rules people and that's fine you know i get it the world needs those kind of people but they will say oh well if you're not doing anything wrong why does it bother you well firstly like i said we we live ostensibly in a, a free democratic society we shouldn't be watched by the state like that when we're just having a protest you know people are allowed to have protests it's it's a staple of democracy and when you're like you said you know when you when you're kind of trying to report on this stuff it can very easily be oh well you're you're doing nothing wrong well the police can actually change that very quickly they can decide what is wrong and what isn't wrong as we've we've just discussed with this new law about filming the police now one thing that i found really interesting recently is that macron was saying he felt really bad about an incident where a black man was beaten up by police and you know he was saying how bad he felt and i remember thinking well fuck if the law had passed where he wanted it so, you know, the police unions wanted it so they couldn't be filmed in certain times. That could have been covered up very easily, right? Um, maybe just explain that. What was that situation? It was quite a big deal in France, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. Uh, it happened uh, a few weeks ago. Um, so basically, it's, to make it short, it's, um, so this, this black man uh, was uh, walking in Paris and he, at the moment, he entered his um, uh, apartment. Um, I mean, it, I think it was his office because uh, this guy is a uh, like music uh, pr producer. So the moment he entered um, whatever the, the building he works in, uh, apparently some uh, police officers wanted to... to um, to check his ID or, or something, uh, or at least they, they wanted to like stop him. And um, what they did is that they entered uh, into the, the his office. Um, so they, they weren't on the street anymore. And, and of course they weren't allowed to just enter uh, freely, uh, like a, a private uh, space. Right, you need a warrant. Yeah. Um, so, so they came in and, and then basically a, they started beating up the, this guy uh, and, and they beat 
bit him up very, very badly and it, it lasted for a while. And the thing is, there was a security camera inside the building that filmed uh, everything. Um, the the guy the guy ended up being arrested. Um, other police officers came. It 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 was it actually ended ended up being quite quite a, a big uh, police uh, operation. And the guy was uh, arrested. He spent a few I think two days in um, custody, uh, and he was charged. Uh, I think for. Uh, 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 I, I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not in, entirely sure uh, on, on that because uh, it's it's based on my memory. But I think he was charged uh, uh, for being violent against uh, the police officers, and um, and when he came out of custody, he um, he basically gave the footage of the security camera to a journalist whose name is David Perrotin, who shared uh, the images uh, online, and they went viral. And what you can see uh, very, very, very clearly on. The uh, footage is that this guy is uh, getting um, beat up by several police officers inside an apartment. He's absolutely not being violent towards the police. He's just like trying to like basically protect himself. Uh, so he's like putting his hands like over his head because and and yeah, trying to like um, yeah basically avoid being killed. Um, and and the police officers are being super super violent against him and basically for nothing. Yeah, it's literally for nothing. I mean, any, anyone that wants to argue about it, go and watch the fucking footage. They just, it's like a gang, like a hooligan firm turns up and just beats this guy up for like nothing. It's, it's insane. I mean, when you've got even President Macron saying like, oh, I feel bad about that. Like, you know, fuck, it was, it was for no reason that it was outrageous. It really worries me just, you know, just as a European, I guess, that these kind of, Things are happening so so close to home, and it, I mean, tell me your opinion on this. But to me, I mean, it's looking like they're just going to pass this right in January. I can't imagine there's it's not going to work. Yeah, well, well, yeah. I guess I mean I, I do think this this uh, law will will end up being passed. Um, it might change a bit. Maybe the Article Twenty Four will be removed or changed, but. I guess the, the the general spirit of the law, which is basically giving more more power to the police, will uh, remain the same, and, and the law will be voted. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, once you you start, you know, giving a little bit, once you give an inch with a, a law like that, um, the police, especially the French police, which you know people can go and look it up themselves, are seriously involved in a lot of violence themselves. Um, you know, they're going to take a yard, and it's going to get worse and worse. I think, and that doesn't mean oh. Oh, I hate the police. I hate the police. I think the point I want to make here is in a free society, I don't think you should be allowed to just do that. You know what I mean? And it's, I don't know, the accountability, I think, for the French police specifically seems very low right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, there there has been so many uh, instances um, during the Yellow Vest movement, but also before, uh, of course, uh, where, uh, I mean, cases of police brutality uh, and, and I mean, no one's being held accountable and no, and no police officer is being condemned or very, very few of them. And, and, uh, and usually what they're um, sentenced to is, uh, is, is, is not much. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all good and well and good when they're, you know, kicking the shit out of Yellow Vest protesters in Paris. But, you know, when that gun incident happened, there was like all those Chechen and Albanian gangs or whatever it was, they were nowhere to be fucking seen. 
Um, what's what's the situation then with the protest? Do you think that if this law gets passed, people will just say, right, it's on now, like, you know, almost a resurgence of the yellow vest protests? Or do you think, you know, it's almost a little bit too late? Well, well, of course, it's very hard to tell. There's there, there will be a new protest uh, this uh, Saturday throughout France uh, again. Uh, I'm not really sure how how big it will be, especially because uh, Christmas it's, it's Christmas so soon. Um, and and yeah, it's it's hard to tell whether or not the the movements will keep going in January January whether it will decrease or grow. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not very optimistic. I, I'm I'm not sure like anything any like big movements will will come out of this um but yeah do you think that's because people are kind of fatigued after the yellow vest protests i mean they, they went on for so long um and a lot of people say oh they didn't achieve anything personally i feel like the fact that they even showed the government that you know they will actually f- fight back or whatever i think is, is an achievement in itself but you know what i mean there were no solid results do you think people are kind of fatigued off the back of that yeah, I, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think that that many protesters that did show up uh, during the Yellow Vest movement have been uh, disappointed uh, because nothing very concrete um, came uh, from from that movement. Although I, I do agree with you that that um, it was still important, and I don't think they they've lost on on every single side. Um, but but yeah, uh, I, I'd say that that many protesters are indeed not not. Um, not as uh, as motivated uh, as they were before, and and that many that did show up at previous protests do not show up anymore. Um, but parts of uh, I mean, part of the reason why they many don't show up anymore also is is definitely I'd say because of of the level of uh, police brutality. Yeah, no, I would say so as well. Um, one thing t- talking about police brutality. Uh, one thing I want to talk about briefly which really I think is kind of eye-opening when you look at the way the authorities are dealing with the police accountability in France, is the uh, the GLIF4, is it? The, the kind of dispersal yep. grenades. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I read that the police or the government said, okay, we'll stop using them because, you know, they're blowing people's hands off and taking people's feet off. Like, this is not just a, a crowd dispersal uh, round. This is uh, injuring people, um, and people's eyes have been lost as well. That's another thing. They, they said that okay, we'll stop using them, but we're going to use up the rest that we actually have. Is that correct? Yeah, they definitely did say a while ago that they would stop using these uh, GLI F4 grenades. Uh, that they would uh, now start using uh, a new new type of grenade. Um, but they did say also that they would still use the GLI F4 until uh, they they uh, until the the stocks uh, or whatever they had um, uh, already bought uh, would would uh, be uh, used. And, and the, the new grenade that that has been put uh, in place or given to the police, uh, as far as I know, is is very similar. And and the guy that lost uh, that was injured uh, very badly at his hand um, had his hand very very badly injured. I think um, on the fifth of December, or maybe it was a protest before uh, on twenty eighth of uh, November. But what it was one of the uh, recent protests against this uh, global security law. Uh, a guy was very badly injured at at, um, at the hand, and it it was because of one of these new grenades that are supposedly less dangerous. So I guess that's that's not really the case. 
Right, yeah, I saw that. I mean, I thought it was one of the old grenades. His hand was basically mush like the last guy's was. But I, I just it just blows my mind that the, the government has recognised that, yeah, we're going to stop using them because there's so much damage is being caused by them. But we're just going to use the rest of the ones we have. There are thousands, you know, in their stocks. Like, I don't know, that to me is so fucked up to be honest it is. I don't know um, <laughs> how does this make you feel you know you're a journalist but you're also a French citizen you're born and raised there you know this is kind of happening in your country to me from across the pond it seems really quite extreme but I don't know maybe it's part of the course in France now well well, I guess yeah police brutality now is, is nothing new um, it has been around I, I guess forever in a way but but um, But during protests, uh, it did um, become a, a very, uh, at least well-known, well-known thing since the the Yellow Vest movement, and, and of course, yeah, it's I'd say yeah, as a French French citizen, um, not I mean not only as a journalist but also as a French citizen, it's of course uh, something very uh, worrying. The, the the general trend is is of course not not very positive. What I'm trying to gauge is what's the like nationally. Is this a big situation for people? Like there are big protests, but you know the France, the, the French protest quite a lot, which I respect them for. I think you know a lot of people laugh and say, "Oh, the, the French protest over anything." Not really, <laughs> you know. They they kind of at least they get out and do something. Um, but I don't know how big of an issue is this. I guess it, it, to the people in France. Uh, well, well, it's it's very hard to tell. But but what's what's at least very noteworthy, I think, is that. Um, If if you talked about police brutality 10 years ago in to like any to I, I guess a general public um most people would would probably not really know about it or would say that it didn't really exist because not so long ago police brutality in France was mostly um was mostly uh located in popular popular uh, neighborhoods um in neighborhoods where um at least uh, quite a big part of the population is not white and and i guess historically that's that's where um police brutality has been very high uh, for uh, a very long time now uh, since a few years and especially since the yellow vest movements um the level of police violence has clearly increased uh, during demonstrations uh so i i guess the general public has has really gained uh, awareness about about what's what's been going on and, and how violent the police uh, can be and how dangerous some of the weapons they, they have and they use uh, are. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. It's like it was in the suburbs or, or in the council estates or whatever. And then with the Yellow Vest protests, it was just like you could just see it in the middle of Paris, like police kicking the shit out of people. Um, you know, I saw it myself. It was mad. Uh, where, where can people find you online then? You know, your Twitter, they want to look at your work, you know, where can they do that? Uh, so yeah, I guess Twitter is the best option uh, you have. Uh, my, so my name is, uh, my full name is Sebastian Bourdon. Uh, so my, and my Twitter handle is Seb underscore Borden. So it's S-E-B underscore B-O-U-R-D-O-N. Thank you very much, mate. Appreciate that. Thanks. See ya. was journalist Sebastian Bourdon speaking, uh, I can't fucking pronounce French names, sorry Sebastian, uh, speaking about the uh, clashes in France that are currently taking place because the government there wants to increase the power of the police, the police force that is already quite brutal and is never really being held to account, so you know, people are quite pissed off about that. 
If you like what we're doing here at Popular Front, please do consider supporting us at patreon.com slash popular front. You get bonus episodes, access to the community, discord, narrated articles, discount on merchandise, all sorts. Patreon.com slash popular front. This episode is sponsored, as always, by Oracle Coffee Shop in Portland, Oregon, USA. Shout out to Frank. Uh, They're an independent coffee shop selling only fair trade products. See them at 3875 Southwest Bond Avenue 97239. Check them out. Ask. um, Tell them Popular Front sent you. You might get a discount. I don't know. The episode is also sponsored by Propagandopolis, an outlet selling and informing people about historical conflict propaganda throughout the ages. Get prints at propagandopolis.com and use the code POPULARFRONT10 to get 10% off. Watch our documentaries, look us up on YouTube, youtube.com slash popularfront. Our website with everything on there is www.popularfront.co. Our Instagram is instagram.com slash popular dot front. Um, we're also on Twitter, twitter.com slash popular front co. And then if you're looking for me on social media, uh, it's always at Jake underscore Hanrahan, H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. Music in this episode, the intro was by Home and the outro was by Sam Black. Listen to Sam's music at samblackpf.com. As I said at the start, um, thank you very much to the Patreons, uh, specifically the higher tier. Those people are Bethany, uh, Ketamemes and Sexual Themes, okay. Tina, Damian Boyd, Larson8669, Badnads, Bjorn Kirsten, Diamondstein, Jacob, Michael O'Connor, Zach Picard, Todd Cravens, Will Anderson, Alexander, Nicholas Butter, Ron Swanson, JD, Jav, Ian Froes, James Cully, Michael Akakan, Ethan Reyes, Reyes, I don't know, sorry about that, tell me if I said it wrong, Fitz Madrid, Joe Watt, Alex Northrup, Ed Coulthard, Johnny LaFleur, Hugo Newski, Mike Barone, Scott Hopton, Liam Williams, Chris Cusimano, Degenerate Zero Alpha, Jojo Arani, The R, Trey Nance, Charlie, Amy R, Rubicon, Mink, Frank Austin, Melia Me, Noazi, Christina Rivetti, Freya Northman, Ali Hunter, Moody Al Rashid, Bill Wilson, Andrew Hurley, Vida Provost, Brian McLaughlin, Tom Lochran, Young Wasabi, Sarushe Hawazi, Tony Bin, Adam Bergsnyder, Sebastian from the Discord, Stephen Davila, Anthony Kabarik, Patrick Bronte, Dan Donham, Fletcher Tate, Chad Walker, Diana Govanek, Kubal, Lawrence Abrahams, Peter McCormick from What Bitcoin Did, Emily Molly, Axel Iverson, Christopher Martin, Ryan Sandercock, Maurice Zumbwal and K. Hardy Roberts. Thank you all so much. Really appreciate the support. Without you, uh, Popular Front would collapse, frankly. So thank you very much. Again, if you like what we're doing, please do consider supporting us. Go to patreon.com slash popular front. 
Or if you don't like Patreon, go to www.popularfront.co slash support. And there's many different ways you can support us there. Donations, Bitcoin, all sorts. Check us out. 